Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk alignment, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. Welcome to another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you guys doing this week? (laughs) I am actually doing really well. I've been, I don't know, busy, but in a good way. Full is what I've been calling it instead of busy. And interestingly, last weekend... I had all these plans (laughs) to get a bunch of work done. And I joked because on Sunday was the day I was going to do a bunch of work. So Saturday was kind of a chill day. Sunday was going to work. Well, Sunday rolls around and in my head, I had all this work I had to do. And what did I start doing? (laughs) Deep cleaning the house. And man, it's nothing like a full day of planned work to get you to do another thing that you didn't want to do. (laughs) And in my case, that was cleaning the house. For me, it's really important to have a really nice space. And our house, even though it wasn't like messy, it just was feeling kind of grimy and I was not vibing with it. So I did some real cleaning on Sunday. I even mopped the bathroom floor so the bathrooms are clean. Like I changed all the sheets and washed all the towels and cleaned all the surfaces and ran the vacuum and dusted and it was so amazing. And then I had some meals delivered. My good friend and yoga teacher, Allison, her partner is this amazing, amazing, amazing chef. And she makes these nutritious, delicious, interesting meals. So this is the second time I've ordered a set of meals from her. So those were delivered on Sunday, which meant I didn't have to plan or grocery shop for the week. I had this beautiful clean house and it was this like cold, rainy day. And I watched movies and I started a new TV show, which is a little too scary for me. It's called The Reckoning. It's about serial killers. And it was a great day. So instead of kind of fighting that, like I wasn't working, I was like, eh, well, I got some good stuff done. I feel good about the day. I ended up making pizza for dinner and it was such a fun kickoff to the week. And then Monday was Memorial Day, but John and I ended up working Actually, that's what inspired the topic for this week's episode. But that's kind of what I've been up to. Just a reminder, guys, when those meals were delivered, so basically I bought like 10 meals. So not quite two weeks, 10 days worth of meals for me and John. And when they were delivered the first time, I've been so worn out when it comes to cooking, which is crazy because I love cooking, but something I just kind of hit a wall and these meals were delivered and I just could almost cry. I was so grateful. (laughs) Fresh food, interesting flavors, so delicious and nutritious. I mean, last night, the meal that I had was chicken, quotes, chicken salad And it was basically a chicken salad made from like soaked sunflower seeds, which was so good. And it had chimichurri roasted butternut squash, baked kale, tomatoes, and roasted cauliflower. I'm sorry, what? That is so good. 
And we chose to get vegetarian meals this week because we have a lot of meat that I can always cook up. But I just feel so good with that decision. I love supporting them. I love supporting myself because it means I don't have to cook. And I love that I'm eating something that's truly nutritious and frankly, way more cost effective than just like ordering out every night. So remember, guys, remember that you don't have to do what you've always done. It's okay. If you hit a wall, if something is not serving you, look for a way to, as James Wedmore says, dad it, either delete, automate, or delegate. (laughs) He talks about that in the form of business. But in life and in household stuff, I basically deleted the need to cook and I delegated it to someone else. And they benefit and John and I benefit. It's such a great decision. So remember, 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 we live in a world where there are so many opportunities for us to make our own lives easier. And yes, it often requires payment, right? You're either going to pay with your time or your money. But for me, actually, I think it's almost a wash for what I'm paying because my grocery bill is also half the price. And so that money went toward the meals. But regardless, even if it was more for me this week, it's totally worth it. So keep that in mind. Remember, you're not stuck in what you've always done. Sometimes it just asks, like, how could this be easier? If I'm hitting a wall with this, how could I make it more enjoyable? Or how could I remove the barrier so it's no longer feeling like a burden? And then see what answers come. Anyway, So that's my little update, and now we'll get into this week's episode where I am really talking about resting and resting when you need it so that you can work when you need to, and really shifting the perspective of what it means to be busy, what it means to work hard, what it means to get our value from worth, and I think a lot of us can relate to that too, especially when we kind of started with COVID and how we've all progressed. So it's a really great episode. It was a total inspired idea that just like appeared in my head yesterday afternoon while I was working, and I got really excited to share. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Happy Woo Woo Wednesday. So happy to have you guys all here today. Okay. Here's the deal. I love Jack Reacher books. The author is Lee Child, and I have read every single one of the Jack Reacher series. The gist is that Jack Reacher is an ex-military cop who now roams around (laughs) and finds himself in precarious situations, helping people in need, and standing up to the bad guys. He's like six foot five and 250 pounds. (laughs) And one thing about Jack Reacher, and there's so many books, that he has many what they call rules of life. So two of his main rules are eat when you can and rest when you can, because you never know when you'll have another chance to eat or rest. And in his life, it's pretty literal (laughs) because of all the situations he finds himself in. But overall, I think these are pretty wise words. And yet we live in a world where we forget to rest and eat because we're so busy. Even worse, when we find ourselves not busy, we get wigged out, stressed, ironically, and we end up doubting our worthiness simply because we're not busy enough. 
When did having free time become a burden? When did rest become the enemy? When did we start judging ourselves for taking an afternoon, day, week, hell, a month off? How did we become so attached to doing that we stopped allowing ourselves to rest and be? My belief is that life ebbs and flows in cycles. It's not always summer, right? We're not always meant to be busy. We have busy times, but we also have slow times, whether this is work, whether this is relationships, whether this is friendships or house projects or travel, whatever it is, there are ebbs and there's flows. Instead of flowing with them, however, what do we do? We complain when we're too busy and we complain when we aren't. What? Think about the last time you got really busy. Maybe it's right now. Did you embrace the abundance or did you wish you had more free time? And now think of the last time you had some unexpected free time or a slow patch. Did you worry that you'd never be busy again? Did you frantically look for work or things to do? Did you feel useless? Never have I seen this more clearly than the first month of COVID. People were bored. They spent their time cleaning and organizing their house, worrying about never working again and felt like they were worthless if they weren't busy. Sure, when COVID hit, there were, and frankly still are, some real concerns about work right, and having an income, but that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Also, it's great to organize your house and clean. That's wonderful too. But on the micro level, what we're actually talking about is that we attach our worth to our work, not monetary work, but our value as humans. If I'm not working and busy, then I'm not valuable. Ouch. (laughs) No wonder we keep ourselves so busy. We wear it as a badge. No wonder we feel the need to justify not doing anything or that we associate not doing anything with being lazy. But what if instead we allowed life to naturally ebb and flow? If we allowed for busy times just as we allowed for slow times? for productive time and unproductive time. In fact, what if being unproductive was actually the most productive thing you could do? When was the last time you stared at a wall, sat in the grass and gazed at the clouds? Heck, went on a walk for pleasure instead of for the purpose of getting exercise or to catch up on your latest podcast? Sometimes having no purpose is exactly what you need. To pause and breathe, recharge, and allow your body to do the inner processing. To just be. To believe that you are okay. That business will pick up again. That you will once again be overwhelmed with tasks. And that now, in the pause, you can simply enjoy it. Embrace it. Thank it for the gift of rest. For life is like a pendulum. It's always going to swing back. For me, the first three weeks of COVID, I suddenly had very little work to do and found myself energetically drained, which in my mind made no sense because I wasn't doing much and yet I was still feeling completely flat. I didn't feel like doing anything, least of all organizing my home, which is particularly odd for me, 
But as an avid listener, as you know, to my inner voice, I have a deep understanding and trust of self. So while I felt initial resistance to the lazy feeling, I also made a conscious decision guided by my inner voice to just stop and rest and let it lie. I sat on the couch and watched Netflix. I crawled into bed to cruise through movies and books. I noticed when my mind wanted to throw a tantrum and I just reassured it. It's all okay. This is part of the plan. My inner voice kept telling me when I asked to breathe and receive. And when I said, what should I do right now? It kept saying, rest is best. Hmm. So I rested. I breathed. I was being with myself, embracing what was. I would notice my mind saying, you aren't doing anything. You have things you need to do. (laughs) Maybe you can relate to that voice. Then I would question that thought. I would say, what things, mind? What do I have to do? You see, I was doing the minimum viable effort. I was doing exactly what needed to be done. I, of course, have certain obligations every week, every month. But I didn't have a launch coming up, and I frankly wasn't even clear of what I was going to work on next. So my mind, (laughs) crazy as it is, would rather me do random, meaningless, quote, work than to rest and embrace the downtime. Wow. However, I persisted. I continued to ask my inner voice, what should I do? It continued to say rest is best. And I allowed it to be. And this happened for about three and a half weeks. But slowly, as they always do, things started to get fuller. Bit by bit, my schedule filled up with the perfect opportunities. Ones I could not have imagined. I followed the nudges, if you listened to last week's episode, episode 37. I listened and flowed with it all. And here I am today talking about this with a very full schedule. I have more things going on right now than I ever could have imagined. Seriously, coaching, I'm in programs, I have new offers that I'm putting together, I have plans to revamp and relaunch my membership based on some things that I'm learning, I have plans to take on some one-on-one clients for a six-week journey. If you're interested in that, let me know. And I've had new opportunities for work that I have never had before. Needless to say, my schedule is super darn full. I have in fact had to restructure the way I work so that I can get everything done and continue to have downtime. Whereas eight weeks ago, I could hardly think of how to fill my day. And now I have to consciously not overfill it. What happened? Well, I changed my story. I see clearly now that the time of deep rest was also a time of reprogramming. My body was restoring, resetting, and preparing for what was to come. Something my mind couldn't actively know. Somehow my inner voice knew that I needed this time so I could be fresh and ready. That's why it kept telling me to rest. I upgraded my software by doing nothing. By breathing and receiving. By following the guidance to rest. 
I filled my tank so that I was ready when it was time to launch again, to dive into the fullness of life. I didn't come back with a half tank. Rather, I was refueled and I had my NOS button ready to roar. And now I get to look at that time with so much joy and gratitude, more so because I enjoyed it while I was in it, right? I didn't resist the downtime. I completely embraced it. So you may notice that sometimes you resist the downtime and then you get busy again and you're like, darn it, I should have enjoyed that while I had it. But I was able to enjoy it while I had it. And I get to appreciate this time for what it is now. This busy time, this fullness, knowing it too is a phase, part of a cycle. I trust that I will once again be presented with a slower pace when it's time. And I won't necessarily fill it just because. I trust the process to unfold and I follow my inner guidance along the way. Just like Jack Reacher, I choose to rest when I can. For I never know when the next busy cycle will show up. It's not up to me. But now I don't see it as busy. I see it as fullness, as abundance, as divine timing. For I was ready for what was to come because I was rested. What about you? What is your relationship to rest? Do you find yourself resisting the downtime? Worrying about what it means, what it means about you, your value, if it's okay to truly take time off. Maybe like me, you were okay with a few days of downtime. I had trained myself to be okay with a few days or even almost a week of not feeling motivated, not feeling like I wanted to work or even not having a lot of work to do. But I really challenge and push myself by allowing that feeling to continue until it didn't. I didn't force anything upon myself. I rested and restored until it was time. And then life naturally brought the abundance to me. I didn't have to seek it and fill my time meaninglessly. If you're okay... With a few days, you can maybe stretch it to a week and just start to practice listening to your body. Your inner voice will tell you. Right now, it wouldn't tell me to rest when I have things to do. It's going to tell me different guidance, right? It wants me to rest always, but that rest is best was the first time I'd ever heard that message. Do you get antsy when you have more time than a few days on your hands? And then do you just try to fill it with tasks and activities simply to prove your worth? If you enjoy those things, of course, do them, but always check and say, okay, what is the intention of this? What would happen if I just rested? What would happen if you decide to do nothing for a day, any day? (laughs) Would everything crumble or would it simply continue without you waiting patiently for you to return feeling refreshed physically, mentally, and emotionally? This is a great experiment to play with. Test your mind. Check in with your inner voice for guidance and witness the mind's resistance. And then remind it that it's all okay. Breathe and receive. Ask your inner voice what you should do next. And if you receive an answer like rest is best, see what happens when you listen, if you follow that guidance. 
See what unfolds, what explodes, if you are willing to slow. Have a beautiful day, my friends. I hope you can get some rest if you need it. And I will talk to you next week on the Tuning In Podcast. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. As always, if this would resonate with anyone you know, please share the episode. You can follow along with my journey on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans or find me on my website at alignful.com. <laughs>